0: Welcome to Slow and Steady, the podcast where you get to follow along as we build products in public. Each week, we'll give you an onspeak into our lives as we share our struggles, our wins, and everything in between. I'm Benedicta, and I'm feeling relaxed.
1: And I'm Benedict. Today is July 11th. This is episode number 184, and I'm feeling excited.
0: Woohoo! Woohoo! <laughs> excited! What are you excited yeah.
1: about? Uh, just in general, uh, product development is going really nicely lately. So that's it's because exciting. The data model about, like, is so
0: nice now.
1: Yeah, it's improving. The data model is improving. <laughs> what? Why do you feel like relaxed? Like, uh, does it? Um, you were planning to have a slow summer, so mm-hmm. are you achieving with like? Is, are you on track with that plan? Is it a slow summer? Or is I guess
0: it- I am. I guess I am because, well, I was thinking that I was going to work for the bank this week, but then nobody was going to work at the bank this week. So I was like, well, <laughs> see you in August. So <laughs> since everybody else is coming back in August, I was like, okay, I, I'll take this week off as well. So everything, yes, I have good time to accomplish what I'm supposed to accomplish this week and just came back from a long lunch at a neighbor's house. So I'm like all nice. relaxed I go like kind of want to go and sleep relaxed I had too too much um freshly baked bread <laughs> so, <laughs> which, it doesn't you need mean, some
1: caffeine now also,
0: which also makes you relaxed you know <laughs> so <laughs> no but uh it's all good and we had a wonderful weekend at some uh, other friend's house where I realized as a parent like true vacation is when somebody else is in charge of all the admin <laughs> I drove down there and my friend was like, pack your bag. You need a swimsuit and towel. We're going to like this play, this beach, or we're going on the boat. And I was just like, okay, yeah, I'll pack my things. Like I didn't, I know none of the admin fell on me, which just like, so I'm just super relaxed. I had a full weekend just following somebody else's instructions like a child and, and hang out on a beach by the ocean and since I wasn't in charge of admin, I even left my phone in their house and just kind of tagged along. So nice. I have no photos, but I had a very nice weekend.
1: Yeah, it doesn't always need to have photos to be a nice weekend, right? It can be just a nice weekend and uh, it's not documented, but uh, that might be nice from time to time. That reminds me, well, I we were visiting my parents uh, this weekend and um we had a lengthy discussion about whether or not we did two or three vacations in denmark in the past <laughs> and my parents insisted that we did three and i only remember two and unfortunately we didn't find any photo proof that there was three so now it's like <laughs> no one's sure like either i'm i just missed one or was like too too little to remember or they mix something up fundamentally. <laughs> but it's both of and them. remembering no way. A third vacation. So I had, there's a ch- there's still a chance that it was actually a third, but yeah. maybe it was without us. I don't. I don't. I don't remember.
0: But they don't have e- like they can't check your, their e- They can't like search their emails for confirmation of this third trip either. Nope,
1: just... nope. 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 It was like. Forty, Something between 30 and 40 years ago, there was... Uh, I mean, email was invented, but I'm pretty there sure... There might have been a trip 30, 30 to 40 years ago. <laughs> yeah. No, actually, but. what's been going on uh, with your work stuff?
0: On my side? Yeah, so uh, Will and I are working now. We've had some interest in doing a sponsored Pruner Follow version 2. So we're kind mm-hmm. of working on how to package and because last time it was a little like oh could we do this uh, and and now we want to try to actually like package and pitch it as a thing and we we're talking to somebody that could potentially be a part um, part of Printer follow Version Two and they were like oh so what are the packages we we're like I don't know <laughs> uh, so it looked like as soon as we said sponsored the guy thought about face how they sponsor conferences is kind of the vibe I got. So, when at least when mm. I, I that's what I felt like. So, what kind of packages are there? So, for a conference, you know, you have like the gold or the silver, bronze um, sponsor packages, and then you do get different things for the different packages. So, I was like, okay, maybe we need to think. Yeah, if we're going to do them as like spot, if we call them sponsored builds, then it would make sense to use other terminology and models that other sponsored things. The way other sponsored things in tech do it, so that's got us thinking a little bit about what type of packages we could do, and um, yeah, and mostly like what would we want to do, and then see how we could package that.
1: Um, Makes sense because they're
0: yeah. yeah, so that that would be really cool if we we got enough takers that it could actually um, we could do it properly and actually take the time to both build it and create kind of the content that I'm realizing people want.
1: <laughs> yeah. Just, just the link probably doesn't cut it.
0: <laughs> just no, exactly. But the, and then also I came over cause I've, I've had a neighbor. Um, we have a neighbor who does, um, she does um, info. Well, I wouldn't say infomercial? Cause that sounds like not that interesting, but she makes really good kind of um, movies or like little, Films, I guess. For um, for instance, like the um, there's a, a organization for um ex alcoholics, like, and then she'll do like some films for them, little film for them, um, often educational. Um, and we've been talking back to back and forth about cooperation, cooperating on things for a long time. And then her husband is also um, he he's um. He can do editing and he does um, camera work. So I was like, oh, hey, (laughs) (laughs) if we're going to be selling these sponsored packages and um, doing much more content, like I need the team in place. I can do it, but I procrastinated for so long because there's so many parts of the process that I'm not great at. I can do it, but I'm not great at it. I can get, get better, but it's always when you do that, those things that you're like, but is editing what I should be focusing on learning. Um, and she was like, yeah, I'm not, you know, because she does much cooler stuff. But then he was like, well, I'd be interested because they have like a whole editing room. It's an old stable that they've refurbished and they have like their their like editing suite there. And he was like, well, he'd be into strings. So we've been talking back and forth. So I think we would be, if we keep on having that conversation and we can test it out, then we could promise a lot more content. Which...
1: That sounds yeah. interesting, yeah.
0: Would be interesting cuz then like yeah, we could kind of keep the money that for like building the thing but then you know, I can share a lot of the money for the content or like make some kind of agreement around it.
1: Makes sense. So that would yeah.
0: be that would be cool. And also he can help with like, you know, how to just like this, where we're sitting now streaming, like how to set up the camera better and how to light it better and, and all of, of that stuff. He's been like building studios at the large television companies on back, back in the day uh, when that was that was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll see, we'll see. But it would be really, really cool if we could sell it as like a larger project. So, um, you know, I wasn't spread out in so many projects. That would be great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then for outset, it's the thing that all devrels, I guess, or dev advocates work having uh, how to go about improving the docs. Like I'm like constantly thinking about it and I'm having a hard time to like start doing it because <laughs> it's like, yeah, where am I going? And how can I get there without being like, let's make a big bag project for I just like, do docs for months and then like, whoa, here's the new docs, which is the opposite of building in public, right? And slow and steady. So I'm hoping it will clear. Like, I mean, that part of a project where it's like, it's like percolating up in my brain, but like, I can't like, (sighs) (laughs) like, it's not, it's not solidifying yet. And it's making me a little crazy. But I've been here before, which is, I guess, that, that the the good part of being older, where I'm like, I just needed to like let it simmer, and, like go for walks, and like you know look at other docs for inspiration, and just like let it, let the brain do its thing, mm-hmm. and then be like, yeah. now you need to do something, and then like get something done. But it's like, where, when do I, when do I get like, when do I bring out the bootcamp general (laughs) and how long do I let it simmer um yeah yeah yeah, I mean that iffy part I guess or I don't know what to call it the mushy middle of that this
1: yeah sometimes just needs to rest a little bit and like being in in the back of your mind and um sometimes ideas just like pop into your head and then you've got a solution right <clears throat> mm-hmm. but um, you uh, outsider for sure already has docs right so why don't yeah, you so that's tweak what's already there
0: That so that's what I have to do right but then it's like where do I start tweaking and where do I want to go because I think we're going to need to like it needs to change a lot over the next couple of years <laughs> or like next couple of months and like how much do I do in the current docs like how much do I do in because we need kind of new types of docs I've been reading a little bit like what we're missing is what I some people refer to as like recipe docs where it's not like these are all of our features and here are they documented more like this is what you want to make here is an article for you on how to make what you want to make and then it's like where should they be located and what should the style be and which ones do we need and stuff like that but I also think I just need to start improving little things here and there to just, like, get into it. But I also want to feel like I have some sort of North Star, but
1: we'll see. Yeah, but also, like, just start writing them. I mean, yeah. those could be on a blog even, right? It yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, the location doesn't matter that much. Like, and oh. like, start writing one, and then you figure out a format, and then uh, you can yeah. write a second one. And w- when you have, like, three or four, it's, maybe it makes sense to move them elsewhere in a category or whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're probably overthinking this a little bit.
0: <laughs> I am overthinking it. And that's what I'm saying. Like soon the bootcamp general needs to come out and be like, just start doing something. Uh, but also there's like, I feel like something is going on that I just like needs to let, let work a little bit. Um, but on, yeah, on some regards it's just like getting it done and having the time to get it done, of course. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cause writing sense. these like recipe versions, that's, that's a longer piece of thing so I need to just start improving um, improving the API docs as a a beginning Um, but then we're using Postman and then Postman doesn't let you document the body it only lets you document query params. So then you have to what? like do this workaround. So then I start looking at other API documentation tools. And then I'm like, no, no, do not look at other documentation tools. And then <laughs> you haven't documented anything because
1: <laughs> Yeah.
0: You went down a rabbit hole. So yeah, I'm I definitely I know exactly where I am in this process. And I just like, oh, but it it needs to happen with every project. Um just hopefully I can get through the mushy part. Faster
1: makes like sense, yeah, fine.
0: yeah, and then it's this like, and it's and then it's one of these hard problems that I think all of these types of tools have, and I would be interested in hearing, but I don't know if you have this issue, but I've seen this also with SATA. I've seen it when I did some work integrating auth zero. and that is like a lot of developers and myself included a couple of years back have a really hard time with client side and server side.
1: Hmm.
0: where it's like, well, you know, they want to do things in a set which is like writing and updating, you know, account records. But then in their mind, they're going to do this from the front end. And then there, and then we do have, you can get an odd token, but that's for the person who's logged in. You know, mm-hmm. you can't then start changing other people's records when you're logged mm-hmm. in as somebody so then they try to create an auth token with their username and password. But that should not be in your front end code,
1: right? <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> and then you and then they're like, "Well, this is just stupid. I hate this pro- product." And it's like, "Well, this will never work. Like you are not supposed to <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you can never change like admin stuff from the front end, if you're, like, if you're not logged in as the admin, of course, then you can do that, but you can never, like, have a user log in, and then, like, up, anyway. So, and I've seen this, uh, yeah, as I said, with, with SATA, for instance, which has a key that you can only use on the server side, because they don't have um, row-level authentication yet, Um, and, like, one of the things that, it, when I was, like, looking more in their Discord, it happened again and again and again and again, where people are, like, we're trying to, like, they just use their key in the front end that has you know read and write and everything yeah. access so it's not it's not only an hour issue but it's like an issue that we need to tackle because that is a lot of the support when when no coders are getting more into starting develop or like just new coders are starting mm-hmm. and they and they have a mental model that essentially is wrong and they're figuring that out by getting into problems with our product, because that's the first one in this case, yeah. or Seta, if that's the first you know product. And then it's like how to get mm. them across that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. This this might be one of those unsolvable things. <laughs> um, because I feel like, especially in customer support, it's, it's usually hard to tell people that what they are trying to do is fundamentally flawed. (laughs) Most people don't like hearing this from their service provider. Um, Some people appreciate it, but usually those are the people that like, for the most part, know what they are doing and just messed up one occasion. And then you point, them, point that out to them. They're like, oh, yeah, sure, uh, stupid me. Mm. But uh, I feel like other people are like, stupid product, why doesn't it do this? <laughs> because they don't really understand the problem at this point, right? hmm Yeah, this might, this might be tough.
0: But it's where I think more of these kind of recipe-type articles could help because then you could catch them in, you're trying to do X, you would do it this way. And then, mm-hmm. then they don't go off and find this API endpoint they should never use for <laughs> this use case. Like, the yeah. endpoint should be there because it's a valid use case, but not not for X. It's a valid use case mm-hmm. for Y, right? Because um, then, then it yeah. would, like, if, yeah. Yeah, so sounds like
1: recipes like, yeah. or, like, tutorials.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That might make sense, yeah. They might... I, but there's still going to be people that are going to get creative with what they find in the docs.
0: Oh, always, always. <laughs> <laughs> but then I also want to because our we have this also special case that our API is basically like almost always the, the server side API, and then you have a couple of endpoints for for client side. But if you as our customer log in and get an auth token for you as like the admin of an outset account, then you have access to all of the server side APIs also from the client side, because you are an admin. Mm-hmm. But then you log in towards us, like outset and not your own account. So that makes it even more confusing because because mm-hmm. you can do all of this, but only on kind of your instance of outset, and not the other instance. So it's like,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah. And it's on us, like, to explain this. It's, you know, it has to be explained. And I think just hiding that, the fact that you can do that might be the correct thing to do and just say, these are server signed endpoints, and then just have a tiny little note that says, if you're creating your own admin tool, you can get access to these, but you need, like, then you are that almost never. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You have to click the checkbox. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I hereby um, confirm that I know what I'm doing and I'm not holding anyone at Outsider accountable for any of my mistakes. <laughs>
0: yeah, that would be great. Yeah, so I think like, yeah, as I said, I think that it's it's better to kind of do the, the recipe approach or the tutorial approach than to like try to... Create an educational piece about client side versus server side because nobody's mm. going to read that until after they've had these problems for many, many times over. Then it's like, oh, maybe I should learn this thing, yeah. like this concept more. Um, and now with next, doing client side things, I like doing, you never know where things are running. This is just going to be a much larger mm. problem in general for. Everyone involved, not just Outsider.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I there's been some backlash. I mean, I don't I don't follow this too closely, but even I saw some backlash on uh, on Twitter about like next new <laughs> server side stuff. I saw a lot Service of like, why rent- don't you why don't you just use PHP or why don't you just use Rails for this?
0: <laughs> yeah there yeah. there's a lot of i don't know i don't i kind of fell off i kind of fell off all the social videos like leading up to this summer and i need to get a new strategy in place because i need to be there but um do you i mean for my like if my job now is to create like content and sell a yeah. building project public project that people pay me to do i need to have some well they need that presence and they can take my content but i think we need to have some kind of presence to be taken seriously in that regard
1: yeah probably too bad right (laughs) luckily threads
0: threads is not available in europe so we that's i feel like that's just like (laughs) i'm like oh i'm just so happy i can't be like try to be on there yeah
1: yeah similar similar situation yeah i was like I'm just not going to care. <laughs> yeah.
0: But what have you been up to?
1: Uh, yeah, it's been uh, it's been busy. Uh, it's been two busy weeks, I guess. Like uh, the first week um, when we recorded, everyone, almost everyone was on vacation. At least it feels like that. Um, so Michael, our customer support uh, person, was on vacation. Jane was on uh, on vacation. Um. So I was basically the, the the last remaining person to to man customer support, um, and it wasn't a bad week. But I really learned to appreciate uh, Michael and Michael's job because, like, just answering like small stuff all the time and like checking like checking in all the time and even just deleting the spam. Got annoying at some point <laughs> um, luckily there wasn't nothing big um, so uh, it wasn't too stressful but um, yeah it's just a little bit of this mental load that keeps you distracted from actual well I don't want to say actual work because customer support is actually you work do want to say way. actual
0: work because it's the work you enjoy
1: <laughs> yeah like it, it keeps me from work that I enjoy or like work that benefits like the product and like product development and stuff like that. So it definitely keeps me away from that. It's still, it's an important role and it's an important task. Um, but it's not what I want to spend my time on. So uh, that was a little bit uh, of a reminder that <laughs> um, it's it's a good idea to hire for that role. And I guess you're in that role a little bit as well right now, right? So.
0: Yeah, but yeah. we're actually gonna be testing out Evergreen support to get Evergreen some help support? on the. It's called. I think they're called Evergreen support.
1: Um, mm, this is a service.
0: It's a service, and they do the initial. They do essentially what Michael does on the support side, not on the customer success. Yeah. Side like the the support side, um, and like fielding it to the right person and answering and collecting. I guess what they also said is that they can collect all the info that is needed before Mm -hmm. uh, before handing it off off and like asking the typical questions, like, have you tested these things and then um, handing it over. And then also um, I suggest that it would be nice if they could ping us on Slack, if it's like important that something happens fast. Because otherwise I usually, and I think most in our company, check support at like one or one or two times a day, like one time in the morning, one time in the afternoon, or just one time, and then, then at least when you have somebody like that, you could just check it once because you know mm-hmm. if there's something that like needs to happen within a couple of hours, then they could ping us properly. Yeah, um, yeah. Slack. So yeah, that that's... we added that as a part of the SOP. So I think that will be super helpful uh, for everyone. That's involved. super
1: helpful. Yeah, just so you don't have to think about it, like. Mm-hmm don't have to remember checking in all the time because there might be something important, <laughs> like even yep. the artists, and, and then maybe if it's, maybe it's empty even, but like, mm-hmm. you're still thinking about it and it went there and checked. So yeah. Anyways, um, it was a good reminder, uh, and wasn't too bad, but, uh, I'm glad they're both back to work now. <laughs> um, on the product development side of things, um, I spent a lot of more time on the trigger refactoring. Uh, It went really, really well. Um, I ended up merging the first phase of it, sort of. Um, So we can replace some of the triggers we have already. Um, Not all of them, because some of them are a little bit more complicated, but uh, simple stuff definitely works. I was able to... um,
0: Remind me what a trigger is.
1: uh, The trigger is basically... Well, in the, in the most basic sense, it's the thing you set up as a condition that starts a campaign. Um, hmm. For example, when a user signs up, then you start this campaign. But the way we build our triggers is that they can be attached to almost anything. Um, so for example, what we just built last week uh, was uh, um, a webhook integration. So you can set up webhook endpoints in 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 your user list account, that then when something happens, uh, we'll send a send a HTTP request to that endpoint. Um, and previously, that was kind of awkward to set up because we had UI for setting up triggers, but that was very much tied to campaigns. Um, and now with the new the new way of doing the triggers, um, basically we only have like one type of trigger, and that gets a Condition attached to it, something like the name of the event is this, and there's a user present. Um, and when there's an event and the event name matches and the user is present, it just calls a method on whatever is attached to. Um, so now we have a re- really nice UI element where you can just like select event types, for example. Um, for example, um, you want to set a webhook uh, endpoint up and have get notified about all new users that sign up. Um, then you just uh, check the user created event and it will just, just work. Um, and overall, like that, that refactoring felt really nice because now <laughs> the way it evolved over the last couple of weeks is that it's now exactly using the same code as our segment implementation. So uh, like people which again, entering
0: and leaving segments?
1: Yeah, entering and leaving segments is now essentially the same thing as triggering something <laughs> uh, because the segments also used to or still have just a condition attached to them. And if the condition is true, they join the segment. And once the condition is false, they leave the segment. And the trigger is basically just that first part, right? Uh, if the condition, condition is true, they join the trigger <laughs> if that makes sense uh mm-hmm. and the exit just is ignored because there's it's not happening but um that's not the same code it's actually the same file that handles both cases and that's kind, kind of nice because it removes a lot of a lot of moving parts that were there before um, and um we also had a condition trigger type where, um, for example, you could start a campaign when a user matches a certain condition. For example, their plan changes to past due, then it would start the campaign. So we had a trigger like this for the past two, three years, something like that. And funny enough, like the new unified version of the triggers almost exactly looks like this particular trigger. <laughs> um, there's a little like some small changes but for the most part it's just that and um, once we figured out the remaining parts we can we can basically just roll everything into this one trigger type and we will we'll delete a lot of code and which uh, I'm, I'm as usual more excited about deleting code than about writing code um so yeah that's going really well um, and i guess
0: much easier to reason about the code when things use a similar or use the same concept instead of being like oh if it's this type then we do
1: yeah.
0: uh, this thing but if it's this type we do this thing but if we do the and then the only person True. who knows yeah. is the only person who knows is you right and yes. then you have to explain that and then or document it which you might not have then
1: yeah
0: gonna... <laughs> <laughs> um, internal <and> documentation then... <laughs> is not
1: not our uh, strong point uh, no right now <laughs> and
0: then but then but then like making it simpler is better i would say than than spending a lot of time documenting all of the weird cases that yeah, you come up with
1: for sure and mm-hmm. it's a lot more flexible like yeah Previously, having different UIs to set up triggers wasn't an option. Now we can basically build whatever UI we need for whatever use case, and it might look mm-hmm. totally different. As long as the same data structure falls out of it, it'll just work. So yeah. that's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, on the front-end side of things, so this was all back-end or for the most part, back-end-related work. On the front-end side of things, um, Leo has been starting experimenting with a visual automation builder or visual workflow builder. And um, it was a little bit funny. Like Initially, he was a little bit scared about the project and, and intimidated. I, I understand guess. that. Um, but we explicitly decided to do an experiment and a prototype first with the full intention to throw it away. Like this was never intended to be iterated on and stuff like that. Um, And basically within two, maybe three weeks, we built the entire prototype. Like it doesn't look pretty, but it works the way we want it to. The data structure works the way we want it to. It's the rendering, like uh, rendering the nodes and like lines between them and stuff like that um, works as we wanted to. The code is fairly simple. Like we, we, we had some iterations there on where the code was working, but was like super complicated. And, like, even <laughs> explaining it was uh, near impossible. But um, the latest iteration on the prototype we made, there's not a lot of code. Uh, we tested all the concepts that we wanted to have, stuff like drag and drop, reordering, um, editing, and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, while we what, we took a break this week, like we, we finished up the experiment last week, we're taking a break this week. Jane is going to work on the design side of this right now. And once that's somewhat ready, we're going to build the actual thing and um, sure, there are still some open questions, especially in terms of, like, how does this work on the server side um, with, like, stuff like, what happens if you start a, an automation and then pause it halfway in between, move stuff around and then restart it again? Like, what happens to users that are halfway through that automation and stuff like that? That's some open questions we still have to figure out. But in terms of UI... We are set. Like I don't see any. I don't see any problems mm-hmm. with this. We can. We can probably ship that's UI awesome. for this I'm very in two weeks or something like that. Yeah, me too. It's like even the prototype turned out so nice that we spent up to just sitting in front of it, mindlessly moving stuff around and creating. Like, <laughs> like
0: is it an abstract syntax tree?
1: Yes, it is. Um, but that's that's always <laughs> <get> what it's. <laughs> That's always what it was in the backend, anyways. Because like most of the backend side of this is already done, it was more a question of like getting UI for this. So that concept stayed
0: the same. The browser bear and browser banner, Mm -hmm. banner bear, banner bear and browser bear. I guess his his company is now on Twitter. I almost wrote it, or did I write it? Uh, But he was like having some issues with um, some like conditional conditional logic that you can do visual you could do it like mm-hmm. conditional logic visually and stuff and i was like abstract <laughs> syntax tree <laughs> <laughs> yes indeed. i don't know but then i was like mm, you know um, when people are you know trying not to be the person who just like throws in new concepts uh but i might have done i don't remember if i did or not but <laughs> i was like i know this benedict <laughs> talked about this <laughs> it's not even my knowledge <laughs>
1: well it's not my knowledge either i'm just using what other people came up with before right um yes. but yeah um super excited about this um and i'm looking forward to just share it like it, it it will be a bit of a game changer well i i don't know like in terms of user list itself yes game changer for sure In terms of like email marketing industry in general, yeah, probably not. Like, we're not the first ones to build this. uh, Almost everyone else has something like this. So,
0: yes, but I feel like this is going to be better.
1: Uh, Hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) At least it will unlock a lot of new use cases in user list itself. So, I'm excited Mm -hmm. about that part. Um, And because it's like modular in its approach, it feels like we can we can just like build more building blocks and then people can come up with more creative stuff than what they can do right now. So that's, that's, Mm -hmm. I guess, the exciting part. Um, So yeah, that's, that's what's going on on my side. Um, Cool. I share more once uh, things are in a usable state, I guess.
0: (laughs) Well, in two weeks, because we're doing these every two weeks now, it's probably done already.
1: Um, yeah, Ah! maybe not, maybe not entirely, but, um, maybe I can share some of the UI experiment or, well, not experiments, actually some of the actual UI would be nice. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'd love to see a little bit of like building public snippets here. Yeah. Download that screen studio that I see everybody using now where like your little product videos get really, really pretty and then just show off some of the stuff you've done.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember seeing that one. Hmm.
0: I'm gonna mm. be downloading that this summer because I'm still planning on doing a summer of UI tweaks. Oh so. yes, yes, and then I will. You be have using to do it soonish be like,
1: because uh, summer's in full swing.
0: <laughs> well, uh, the you know the Americans they have summer in August as well. I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So we're going to do last two weeks of July, which is next week and um, <laughs> beginning of August.
1: Good. Good to know because we wanted to join. So, um, well, maybe I should think about something.
0: Yeah, think about it. It would be fun if we were more people. Like I said last time, it would be fun. So, get on it. But I think we need to wrap this one up.
1: Yes. Um,
0: I'll yeah. talk to you in two weeks and uh, see folks around the interwebs.
1: Yep. See you. Later. Bye.
0: Well, now we're going to get off on a tangent because I've been up on my new, newly built loft or mezzanine or whatever you want to call it that I finally have access to with my beautiful staircase. And there I'm finding cases. And like in one of the cases, there's this like notebook that says, uh, we started traveling on something August
1: 1893.
0: 1893. Yes. So I think, I think. I think it's either my great-grandmother's father or husband who, like, Mm. wrote this. Because I can remember there's, like, it's even, like, an engraved surname on there. So, and it can't, well, it can't be, she was born in 19-something, so it must be her dad, I guess. Anyway, unfortunately, the writing is in pencil, so it's so light that I almost Mm. can't, like, read it. And then I also found this notebook that my mom had started from one of our uh, road trips into Europe or down all the way through um, Germany, France, and Italy. So I'm finding a lot of like old school analog travel things up there. And then it's like what to keep and what to toss. But yeah.
1: This yeah, is, that's, uh, that's always a tough decision.
0: Yeah. The...
1: My mom, like this weekend, my mom put a box in front of me with like, stuff I made during kindergarten and stuff, things like that, like <laughs> little drawings and like little, I don't know, houses and boxes and, and trinkets and stuff like that. And she was like, do you want me to keep this or should I like just toss it? And it was like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I like honestly looking at it now, a lot of it was crap. <laughs> so, um, and I like, I have a sister so for a lot of the stuff there was no names on it so I wasn't even sure like is this something yeah. I did was this something she did I like I don't remember any mm-hmm. of this
0: <laughs> yeah I yeah I've been trying to come up with like a digital solution for it but I never kind of keep up with the system like for Lillian stuff like taking photos and like let's put it in Google Drive or let's do this or let's do that but then it kind of just ends up in a box and we forgot to put dates on it even though everybody tells you you should put dates on it because that's much more fun later on but it's just not happening and i wish i have some friends who are really good who like take photos of the art and then toss it right away and they have like this digital um digital version of their kid stuff but i don't know i i'm not an archivist like this is not something i'm good at i'm like i'm gonna do that later and suddenly we have a pile and it's just yeah
1: uh, yeah
0: somebody yeah. build me a smooth product for that <laughs> build it in public and i'll be your, your A like trash
1: can with in- integrated document scanner or something like that
0: <laughs> yeah that would be awesome
1: <laughs> scanned no, and shredded some- in one go <laughs>
0: yeah or just i guess there there should be a if there is a product send me a dm because it's something about like mixing it in with all your other google photos feels weird like i want it just like in a vault and i want to be able to download it also because i don't trust that these systems will live yeah (laughs) so there needs to be an easy out right uh in addition to to being an easy way to put it in it also needs to be an easy way to get it out so that you could like store a copy on your own hard drive in like a proper I've read this article by this guy now who was like with notes and uh, something like the file is the system or the file is the interface. Something like that where it's like you need your notes to be able to survive a a product closing down. Mm-hmm. And I feel this. I have some notes in Evernote. I can never Ever stop paying Evernote because because I don't know which I'm notes I sure really need there. I probably could. I like downgraded a lot, um, but then and then I'm, I have some in Notion, and none of yeah. those are like file systems, right? So it's mm-hmm. not like files that I can use for any other yeah. case. Yeah, and then I started using Obsidian, which I really like actually, and that's file based. But then Tana, so much better. But I don't have any idea how to export from there, so. <laughs>
1: hmm yeah mm. i still have a lot of like not a lot of stuff but i have like i have like two or three notes in evernote that i should probably just migrate but it's i don't know that's the only thing i use evernote for these days
0: <laughs> yep but then you have to have time it's the same with the boxes in the loft like you need to have time to actually sit and have the mental capacity to mm-hmm. make a decision to keep or toss or migrate. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. takes a lot of mental capacity. <laughs> it's like you need to be Yes. You need to be on when you do those things and Yeah. And yes, I'm I am do not know you, if I have that right now.
1: I mean, no, we're, we're definitely going off topic, but uh, do you yeah, have yeah. like a shared a shared notion workspace uh, with the family or something like that? Like do you I, or, like I've, do you organize your your household in Notion or something else?
0: Oh, I've tried, but I have a partner who does not do organization.
1: <laughs> so, okay, fair enough.
0: So, I've realized um whatever works for me and then he is analog. So, we don't need it to be shared. I've tried. Mm-hmm.
1: But, okay, okay. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: And then for business, when we have to, we use Google Docs. We just ended up using Google Docs because it's so simple. Yeah. Um But getting him like Ula does not like to learn. But in all fairness, it's my fault too because I've changed the system like five times. <laughs> so <laughs> he's like, I'm not learning another to do system. Like I yeah. love, them. I used to love those kinds of things. Now I'm on his pay or on his side, where it's like, why am I spending time? to like get these systems to work. Um, yeah. So what we've ended up with that's done the most wonders for our household is we have a paper year calendar that's in our mm. hallway.
1: That makes it sense. has the yeah. full
0: year and we put all of all of the important stuff on there and we can all as a family stand around and discuss together and see the whole. So that yeah. I recommend, yeah.
1: We've got shared calendars. Yeah, we and have a shared calendar. Have, yeah. Like both uh, we have personal calendars and then we but we have them shared. So mm-hmm. we see at least um non-work related appointments and stuff like that. And we have a shared um to-do list for groceries and for like mm-hmm. what we plan to cook in the coming week. But I'm also considering like setting up a shared Notion space for other stuff like almost like project management type of things where like we plan to do whatever vacation or garden work or whatever and then then organize some of that stuff in there. feels like it's a good idea or would be interesting, but I probably should set aside an entire day to come up with something.
0: (laughs) Yes. And and also... I did that with the cabin. I tried to do that with the cabin with my sister and my dad. And it's the same thing. Like they ended up losing their usernames and their stuff. So we've ended up just doing Google docs there as well, because they, Mm. at least my sister has a Google account and it seems like Google docs aren't changing that much on us. (laughs) So even though it's not, you know, there are other tools that, that could work better when you are just. Totally different personalities and totally different ways of working. We just ended up just writing out like SOPs for the cabin in, um, in a Google Doc, and it yeah. it works pretty well.
1: Makes sense. Yeah. Well, let's see. i I'll, I'll I'll decide on one solution at some point. Or pr- we should probably collectively decide, I guess. <laughs> um, but there's
0: always one person in a relationship like that, even if it's like, you know. Your partner or your other family, like there's always the one person that sets it up and like has to maintain it and make sure everybody has an account and all of that. And what I realized is, like, if you are that person, like at least it has to work for you because the other people will lose their Mm -hmm. password. They will do this or they will do that. So not trying to use something that you know for some reason they like and you hate because you're the one who's going to do all of the gardening and maintenance of the thing uh, so at least you need to like it good enough to want to do that
1: mm, makes sense yeah yeah but
0: so yeah that was uh 40 minutes of that we were building nothing <laughs> in public <laughs>